Local stories are stories of God's grace at work in the lives of those who are a part of Local Church St. Pete. We want to highlight his activity and celebrate his grace. Enjoy this story. So this morning we have Anne-Marie who's going to come on up and share with us her local story. Anne-Marie, it's yours. Good morning, local church. When I was first asked to share my story, the first thing that popped into my mind was how does one neatly consolidate 55 years of God's stories into a five-minute time span? Needless to say, I can't. So this morning, I'd like to share just a couple of things that God has been teaching me lately and how I personally depend on his unending grace to carry me through each day. As I gather my thoughts on how God has been shaping my life recently, I thought I'd start by glancing back through my journal entries and my Bible notes, as this is one of the places where God and I meet. Recently, I found God gently reminding me to let go of my plans and follow his, to choose an attitude of joy, and to daily nurture my personal relationship with him. In order for me to continually let go of my agenda and let God work, I rely on Ephesians 2.10, which says, For we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us. I hold on to this promise that I am his child, his workmanship, and that he designed me uniquely with a specific purpose, to assist in carrying out his master plan. Often, this means watching my plans take a back seat while God walks me through the storms of life. All of us, at some point, will endure stormy seasons, whether it be the turbulent teen years, job concerns, health complications for yourself or for others, and as you know, the list goes on. One of my storms included the dark months of a cancer diagnosis. This certainly was not in my plan, but through it all, I relied heavily on his promise that I can do all things through him who strengthens me. At that time, I lacked mental and physical courage, but God does not. His ways are much higher than ours. God healed me completely, both spiritually and physically. Beating cancer was no picnic, but he gave me the courage to fight through it, and afterwards the opportunity to minister to others who were fighting similar battles, including my own dad in his final months. Another nugget of wisdom the good Lord has impressed upon my heart is choosing joy. I have been blessed beyond measure by God's grace, and that alone is reason to rejoice. But I need reminding that my attitude in regard to the events going on in my life, as well as those around me, should reflect Jesus. The reminder I use most often is 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. As a result of meditating on this verse, God has heightened my awareness of situations where others need encouragement. Sometimes it's just listening to their struggles. Sometimes it's praying with a friend or a stranger. And other times it's simply celebrating their small victories. Whatever it may be, I try not to underestimate the impact for Jesus that joyfully encouraging others can have. God has guided me in letting go of my plans. 
He has infused joy into my thoughts and my actions, and I know for certainty that I cannot do these things without his personal involvement in my life. For me, it is daily and often hourly, setting aside quiet time alone with him. It is during these moments of being still and knowing God where he gives me his fatherly guidance for my life. This call to be still is a call for me to surrender. I have Revelation 8.1 highlighted to remind me of the importance of this silence. It says, when he opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven for about a half an hour. This silence with my father is what gives me strength for each moment. It is during these times he increases my trust and my confidence in him as I read his word, pray, and listen for what he has to teach me next. I say with confidence, it is an honor to depend on God. He purposely designed me to enjoy quiet communion and moments of being still with him. He has prearranged this precious gift for me, knowing it will sustain me on this earth until I join him in heaven and on the new earth. My encouragement for each of you is to start or continue to cultivate your relationship with the Father. It looks different for each of us, But if you use the gifts he has given you to creatively stay connected, you will see God working out his master plan with you. Thank you. Thank you, Anne-Marie. We want to pray for her. Uh, Father, thank you so much for the work you're doing in Anne-Marie. Thank you for the uh, courage that she had to share her story with us, a slice of her life with us. And God, we recognize that you are at work. You're at work in her life. You've begun a a good thing. You've begun a work in her that you will see to completion. And thank you, Lord, as she highlights where you're at work in her life, it it challenges us to, to look where you're working in us. But also, Lord, as she spoke about silence and being still before you and surrendering before you, would you help us, Lord, to, to, to have a posture of waiting on you, to really to be still before you and, and to surrender our lives? Well, thank you that you're at work. Thank you that you are anything but indifferent. You're involved. Help us to see it, recognize it, and live in the good of it, Lord, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.